0: Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 223 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things and this one today, I'm going to be going through my sketchbook again talking about the last few few weeks of art class so let's get into this one little Dennis is going to let us in Little Dennis So little Dennis has let us in and all that's left is here kitty kisses So if you're watching on if you're watching the video of this you'll see little kitty and little Dennis they're going to sit down and behave themselves and I've also got two sketchbooks today because, because we're now into the summer what we do is each saturday we go around plymouth to different like locations doing sketching outside basically like plein air sketching like painting landscapes and things like that so i'm gonna i'm gonna put these into it as well because i thought, thought it might be quite interesting there's a very mixed bag of art classes this monthly this past month and the first one, I actually missed the first week. So I'll put a link in the in the description, in the show notes and everything, for the first one of these. Because I did one of these last month where I looked at me life drawing stuff, me art class stuff. But the first week of this, so the first week would have been... When was it? It would have been the f- something like the first week of... I feel like it was the first week of July. It's quite hard to remember. I think it was actually the 15th of June. Yeah, it was. Because what happened was there was a full moon on the 14th, I think it was. I forgot to clear my throat before doing this podcast. (coughs) That's better. So on the 14th of June, there was a full moon. So what I actually did was, we did a, a group of us did a fast. So I did a 44 hour fast Mm. and I stopped it early to go because I wanted to have something to eat before going to life, before going to art class. But what happened was, (laughs) this is quite funny actually, I I ate like a fruit salad. And as soon as I ate that fruit salad, I actually ended up getting poops. I had like... I had like diarrhea the worst I've ever had it it was it was like as if this might sound a bit disgusting it was as if I was weeing out my bum (laughs) it was it was very strange so what happened was I actually left to go to art class I got about 15 minutes up the road and I thought I can't do it and I had to go home to have a poo (laughs) so I ended up not going to art class that week which was a shame because it's actually a life drawing class. And I like... No, it wasn't. It was a portrait. I like doing the portraits. So I missed the first week of art class. But the next week, which was the 22nd of June, we did a... We did life drawing with somebody called Stuart. Now, Stuart is cool. And what's really cool about Stuart is... <laughs> he's actually joined the art class. So he's now doing... He's now actually um, like doing, these, he's doing art as well, which I love that. So he's a model and he's an artist. So what we did was we did about three quick sketches to start with. And the thing I liked about one of my me, me things here was the little feet. Because what, what I do is with my gestures, what you want to do with your gesture joints is like, turn complicated forms into single simple sexy lines so i love doing those quick sketches and then what i did and i did another one the first one i did it with like me um my magic pencil which is one of my favorite things for doing gesture drawings and then i did it with a brush pen and what i what i noticed was i've i noticed i was actually when i started to try and put a bit more detail in i was actually struggling to capture his foot which is quite strange, because if when I when I went with a gesture, I found his foot very easy to capture, like the essence of it. When I started trying to put a bit more detail in, I was struggling with it. So what I did was I actually ended up doing like loads of little um, sketches of his feet, only quick, quick sketches, because I wanted to try and capture his. Um, I wanted to practice drawing his feet. And he did, he did, well, he must have done about three or four poses, I think. Yeah, something that's really cool about art classes. So we do art classes 7pm till 9pm. What happens is the last sort of 30 minutes or something, the lighting gets really cool. Because what happens is the sun's setting. And so all of a sudden, like, for the first hour or so, it's very sort of um, normal lighting. But what happens is the last half an hour, especially, all of a sudden, the the shadows start popping, and like the lighting really brings brings the thing to life. So what I've noticed, what I've been doing is, I'll like do me, um, I'll do me drawing, and I'll leave all of the shadows right to the end, because what happens is. Like if i try to capture the shadows at the start they're going to be completely different at the end so they're going to be more exciting so you have to have like an element of like patience about it like you're sort of waiting for for the shadows to show themselves what's cool about Stuart is he's hair as well he's got a very cool hairstyle i think yeah so what i do what i've started doing is when the model is doing the long pose I've actually started instead of going straight into the final drawing. I've actually started doing little, like um, what are they called? Quick sketches, like gesture drawings, sort of thing. Because I'm actually, I find that what I notice is I find when I do my little gesture, I'll notice things that I'm going to struggle with when I do the final drawing. So it's almost like I can I can sort of. It's normally the proportions. When I do me little gesture drawing what'll happen is I'll sort of notice um wait a minute. What what'll happen is I'll notice that um I'll notice the areas I'm gonna struggle with. So it's almost like I can practice make a lot of mistakes before I go into the final drawing. And for the final drawing I I used um my graphite pencils and I what I liked about this guy was his his leg. He had a very sexy, very sexy shapes to his legs. And I also really liked his haircut. He's got a cool haircut. But what, I, what happened with this one was I was focused so much on his body, I ran out of time for his face. So when I did his face, I didn't actually like build up the shadows on anything. Because what I did was I always find the body more exciting to draw so i'd always do the thing i find the most exciting first and then what i did was and then i, I like doing the hair as well especially towards the end of the session with the lighting it was making the hair like have um, lots of highlights which i found i thought is, is brilliant so for about five minutes at the end i thought oh, i'm gonna have to do the area so i started doing the hair and then i realized i hadn't done the face so I had to do his face in about two minutes so I sort of rushed his face a little bit but I liked I liked the way his face turned out but that's one of the things with with life drawing is if you I always find that i have, I've either got not enough time or I've got way too much time and if I ever have too much time I'll always end up like I'll spend the last half an hour say Focusing on trying to draw the foot, or something that I struggled with. So that was that one, and then the next week, which was the twenty ninth of June, which was actually last week, we had a very cool tutorial with an artist called Belinda Raynal, who is a contemporary landscape artist. So I'll put a link and everything to her website in the in the um show notes and everything but what a beautiful artist she is she's a she's not only she uh, our artwork amazing she focuses on like drawing trees they're almost like abstract trees i suppose so you've got like abstract trees and she also does what are they called oceans so she does like she does trees and oceans i also did a few well, well what happened was when we were waiting for her to start i actually started drawing little peter the penguin my little character i was doodling there but so i took some notes and i also recorded the audio on me iphone but unfortunately the first hour didn't come out so i only got the second hour because what's going to happen is what happened is we, we had a two-hour tutorial where she. She basically showed us how she, she brings her paintings to life, and we were sat there doing that. And then in four weeks' time, which will now be three weeks' time, we're actually gonna the whole group, the art class, is gonna basically try and do what she did. So we're gonna have to we're gonna try and put into practice what we learned, which I I thought that, I thought that was a really cool way of doing it. Because what they used to do in the the old days was you'd have like a 30 minute like um, tutorial and then you would have to go and do it. The good thing about that is you've actually got the artist there so you can actually get help from the artist in real time. But what I liked about this was you could actually, it allowed the artist to do the whole painting without rushing because they didn't have to squeeze it into 30 minutes. So you really saw the process. And what she did was she created a... It was like um, a forest-type scene. But what, it was interesting to see how she built the the painting up. And she used... You know those things for plastering? Like those metal um, scrapers for plastering? She was using those. <laughs> so she's got a very cool... For me, it was a unique way of working. She just got a load of oil paint. I think it was actually... Yeah, she got a load of oil paint on a plastering thing, and she just threw it on the pa- on the board, on the canvas. And one of the things she said was, which I loved this. She said, "Be messy." And the way she did it was, she sort of started out very messy, almost like just throwing the paint around on the canvas. She then started working on the details, only very slightly. And then right at the end, she said she, she gets messy again, which I thought well, that was quite cool. So it's, it's almost like she's she's playing. She then starts to put a bit of structure in and then right at the end, she plays again. So the finished painting had a lot of like energy about it because she was always sort of well playing, really. So she wanted, I put a little couple of quotes. She said, she said, play with the texture. So she was using all these different types of things to create, like, textures and scraping things. And there was one moment where she had, she accidentally got a little bit of yellow onto the canvas by accident. And it looked beautiful. And she said, oh, I love that. It was like one of those happy little accidents. What happened was she then tried to recreate it, like consciously tried to recreate it. And she actually messed up the original little happy accident. <laughs> And she said herself, that just shows you how you know, you can't sort of actually create some of these things. They've just got to actually happen on their own. And the more you try to sort of create randomness sometimes, or the more you try to create these happy accidents, the more you're actually gonna ruin it. So for me that made me feel like that I've I've noticed this before. When I'm doing abstract paintings there's like a relationship between you and the actual paint. It's almost like you, the pair of you are, are creating this painting. So if you try to take too much control, you're going to ruin it. But also, you can't let the paint completely... You've got to have a bit of structure with it. So it is like a relationship between you and the paint. Which I thought was cool. Oh, and she also talked about how painting with music... And we started, we all started talking about how different types of music like the the music you're playing as you're painting or drawing it changes the way you draw like the energy of your strokes and stuff so like the music actually somehow comes out into the artwork and what was cool about this was so the art class takes place in a local church and there was some sort of special anniversary or something about one of the people in the church so whilst this whilst this um, artist was painting and we were all sitting there quietly paying attention we had a choir a live choir singing in the background (laughs) and that's what got us talking about music so it was like very sort of epic really you had this beautiful painting being painted in front of you and you had this like sort of um, beautiful choir music playing in the background and then what was even cooler was Cause the room we're in, you've got these tiny little windows right across the top, all around the top of the room, and you can see you can see the tops of trees out there. What happened was we heard? We all suddenly heard a load of squeaking, and there was a flock of parakeets, that, like flying around the window. <laughs> um, and um, one of the um, like Mark, Mike, he said, "Ah, oh, everyone's just because the artist was painting, like Belinda was painting, so she didn't see it." And Mike said, oh, we're all distracted at the minute by these parakeets. <clears throat> and then we all started, with, well, Mike started talking about how apparently the local woods are getting overrun with these parakeets, like little green parrots, which is cool. Where else was there? And, uh, it was, I just liked the way she worked because it was very sort of, it was one of those things that where you, you're watching them thinking, oh, you, basically, it, you wanted to go home and start doing it yourself, and you thought you felt like you could do it. I haven't tried it yet, but I imagine it's going to be one of those things where she made it look easy. But I really enjoyed this one, and I can't wait for I can't wait for next, like in three weeks' time, when we actually do it ourselves. I think that's going to be cool. That one, and then the last the last one in in this sketchbook. Is the 6th of July, which was last night. We had an artist called Rachel. And she actually, well, she was going to do a portrait. But (laughs) did you hear that internal burp? But she she ended up um, doing a life drawing. And the best thing about her was she had a hair in a ponytail like Lara Croft. And I was just really drawn to that shape right from the beginning. The shape of her hair was like so cool. So I started out doing my little quick sketch with pencil. I then did one with me, what's it called? Me brush pen. And during the break, like when we all walk around looking at each other's work, she actually said, "The model." She said, Oh, I was watching you paint. I was watching you draw me with your um your pens." Because <laughs> she thought she thought it was quite interesting. To draw with me pens, which I like that because the the good thing about that is this like, this sort of like um I feel like the models are sort of um like the way that the artist respects the model, and the artist the artist can see the beauty of the model. I feel like the the model is the same way, but with the artist, they sort of they can see like the beauty of the artwork somehow. So there's again there's this relationship going on between the artist and the models. So what I did on this one was I did, I did the um, I did it in pencil and I focused on her hair really, and I thought to myself I haven't done this big enough. So then, when we after the break, I actually, I just focused on drawing her hair, because I loved the shape of it. But she had a little necklace on as well, which was cool. Because I always think that these props tell a story. So she had a little star necklace on, which was nice. And when we had our little break, we was all walking around talking to each other. We were talking about like drawing hands and things. Because what I tend to do is, I tend to draw the hand as a big shape. And well, one of the other artists was saying 'Cause she was trying to draw she was trying to draw the fingers like straight away. So I always just draw a big shape and then I'll put the try to get the fingers in later. But on this one I decided to go straight to her uh, hair for the second session. So and I I enjoyed that as well. It was but yeah, the best thing about that was the best thing about doing hair is putting the highlights in right at the end. <laughs> so it's another one of those things with with hair, you've really got to be patient. You've got to build it up slowly. And the fun is always right at the end. When you can start putting the highlights in. And that was it for this for The last few weeks of art class. My favourite thing... I feel like my favourite thing was... Uh, the thing was, they're all different, this one. Yeah, they're all different. I think my favourite thing, though, was was um, drawing her hair I've got a thing for hair I love, I love the shape of hair and then the other thing was we did on Saturday we went to um, we went into town and outside of the Theatre Royal in town there's this massive statue I do also want to say in the pound shop you can get these books these little A5 sketchbooks by Dallaroni And The good thing about these is you can lay them out flat So you can actually lay them out flat fully flat. They've got a really cool binding about them So you can actually have the whole thing flat, which if you wanted to do like a sketch across the two pages They'd be perfect for that But what I really like about this is They've got these really thick covers So these are really good for taking outside Because it's almost like um, you can put it in your bag and it's not going to get bent and stuff. So I definitely recommend these. And they're only a pound. And they've also got A4 ones as well. So I've actually bought one for art class. But I'm not sure if it will work so well at art class. Because the only negative about it is you can't really bend it right around. And when I'm at art class I like to have my sketchbooks bent like I like to have spiral bound sketchbooks at art class cuz what I've started doing lately is sitting on my sitting on a chair with me sketchbook in my lap so you don't I don't want to have too much too much stuff so I'll give it a go but I'm not sure if they're going to work so well but for going outside these little ones are brilliant so again I missed the first week of sketching outside because it was actually someone's birthday so i instead of going to that i actually went to this thing but on when was it it was saturday the saturday just gone we we did this now it was quite funny actually because it was raining and when i turned up at 10 o'clock in the morning i went straight from work and nobody was there so i sat there on my own for about 10 minutes and then suddenly a few people showed up so it was really cool because we were sat there in the rain, and we ca- we carried on sketching. What I liked about that was it made me feel like it made me feel sort of like um sort that sort of thing of like nothing's going to stop you really. I found it quite powerful that we were all we all carried on sketching because I think a lot of people would have just gone home and thought well, it was too wet, or they wouldn't even bothered coming out because they thought it was too wet. But what we did was we sketched this giant statue that is outside the Theatre Royal. And I really struggled with it because it's a very angular-shaped statue. So, and everything, because the statue itself is sort of out of proportion, it's very hard to draw it because I found I, I wanted to keep trying to correct the proportions and stuff. But the best thing about this is one of the hands is shaped very much like a high heel. <laughs> I like that. But the best the best thing about this is the um the negative shapes. Cuz this this statue is full of negative shapes. So that was the first thing I did was I I focused on like the negative shapes. So I did a page of little sort of very basic things. I then tried to do another one capturing the shadows I did all this with a, with pens as well. There's these beautiful pens in the pound shop. Again, they're only a pound. I think you get six in a packet. They're called Link Saffron Max gel pens. What is amazing about these is, it's the way they sort of... Um, it's the way they they glide across the paper. They just... It feels like you're sort of... Um, somehow it feels as if you like painting with your fingers <laughs> you know have you ever had an art tool where it feels like you're sort of really connected to it it's as if like you're in complete control of it so that's like the, these i think these i bought i bought about um what was it i bought about six boxes of these the black ones they've also got blue ones but i find that for me i think the black ones are brilliant for doing sketches so that's what I did with that. And what I did was I did the first the first one with these shadows and then I started focusing on the areas I liked. And I noticed that I liked the foot. I liked the shapes of the feet. The hand. Yeah, the hands and the feet I thought were very interesting shapes. And then also the face. And the thing about this is I've looked at this statue so many times, because it's been there for a few years. But I realised I've never really actually looked at it properly, because what I noticed was the this the figure is wearing a hoodie, and if you looked underneath the statue, you could actually see the pockets of the hoodie. So that's what I love about drawing is when you're drawing something, I feel like it's the first time really that you actually look at something, because I feel like you're not half the time you're not actually looking at something properly. And there will be all these details about something that you won't even notice. And there is a sort of a scientific thing about it where the mind, I can't remember the percentage, but it basically it only pulls a certain amount of information when you look at something. It pulls the information that it considers to be important. So when you're drawing something, you actually see like 100% of the information. So I thought it was brilliant and that was it and then what happened then was i to be honest i got a bit bored drawing this so i ended up drawing a a little bus and i did some people sketching and a little um (laughs) a little sea a little seagull thing but another thing i've noticed about when i'm doing people sketching is i love the shapes of i love drawing people wearing hoodies but it's the shapes of the um the hood i love the way the the hood like um curves around and also I love the shapes of bags like rucksacks and things so that was it for that and then this on Saturday this week we're actually going down to Radford Lake which is a it's got a little castle there it's got a lake full of like um, ducks and things and what's the other thing it's got oh it's got like shipwrecks and a little sort of foresty thing. So I think that's going to be cool. And what I'm going to try and do on that one is, I'm going to try and do some, I'll try and do some little ink drawings, but I want to do some watercolor things as well. Play around with colours. So that's the last few weeks of art class. I hope you enjoyed that. Little Dennis is going to get us out, hey, get us out of this one now, little Dennis. Boing! So, all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote, and I'm going to give it to the artist Belinda Raynell, who you can find on the website belindaRaynell.com, which is B E L I N D A R E Y n e l dot com, and well, she's a cool artist, and she said some really fun quotes. And I think the quote for this week is going to be "Be messy." A nice little simple one, but I like the um, I like the sort of um, the message behind that quote. Be messy, because for me, it it creates this this image of like being playful free and I feel like that is what art should be about. I feel like art should be all about just going for it and expressing yourself and being messy. <laughs> so this week's little inspirational quote, Be Messy, Belinda Raynor.